1: Hey everyone, welcome to episode 26 of Outspoken, and it's Pride Month, so I gotta do a Pride episode, a positive Pride episode, because I know we're used to uh, listening to people spew nonsense, but today I figured (laughs) we can listen to me spew sense. I want to show you this trans short film that is on YouTube. It's been out for a few years now. I've never seen it. I don't know why. I just, I never saw it. So I'd like to go over that. And then I wanna end the episode with a Q&A because a lot of you still because a lot of you still always have questions for me. And then I will share two LGBTQ stories at the end as well. So I'll start this episode off. It's gonna be great. We're gonna be happy. Everyone's gonna be happy, I think. Maybe. This is such a popular video, it has two million views. Um, and it's called Masked. If you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. But what it says in the description is Masked follows the story of a high schooler, Zoe, struggling to come out as a trans man. After knowing who they truly are for a while, Zoe finds themselves fatigued by their fear of whether others will accept them or not. Story totally reminded me of myself, and I'm obviously so many people can relate to this as well. So let's watch this. Let's cry together. If I cry, I'm sorry in advance. I'm serious. I I might shed a tear or two. By the way, I'll be referring to Zoe with he pronouns in this because he eventually comes out as a trans man. So it's just easier for me. So in the beginning of the short film, they're getting ready for Zoe's birthday party. And Zoe hasn't transitioned yet. He's just, he's pre transition being called Zoe, having a girl birthday party and all of that stuff. And the par- nobody knows, nobody knows really that Zoe is trans. So the parents are just talking.
0: Happy birthday. I thought it looked pretty but not too pretty. You know, like, um, what's that word? Um, um, Hipster? Yeah, that's it, hipster. Do you like it? Yeah, it's nice. Um, Thanks, Mum. Thanks, Dad.
1: So the Mum brings out a dress for Zoe to wear to the birthday party because, you know, normally girls will wear dresses and boys will wear uh, shirts. Like, I don't know, something that's not a dress.
0: So who's coming today to the party? Um, Yeah, um, Brody. Katie, Jess, um, Emily. What about Talia? Well, yeah. Oh yeah, Talia. What about her boyfriend or is it girlfriend? Her partner, um, Riley. Oh, so Talia's a lesbian? No, I mean, not really. But Riley's a girl, right? Kinda, of, but nah. Um, Riley's non-binary. So? Uh... Doesn't identify as male or female. So he's a robot. Frank. <laughs> oh look, I'm only joking, come on. So non-binary, you know, zero, one, one, zero programming? Frank, no, this, not that. they're people. Complicated, but still people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, that's just, I don't know, that makes me laugh because its uh, it's a great short film, it is. But the transgenders are still people too, Frank. Okay, they're not robots. So after that, we fast forward to the birthday. Everybody's bringing gifts. They're all very girly themed gifts, okay? Like, whatever you can imagine. And this brings back flashbacks. I don't know if anyone else has gone through this, but it's just all I see is me in my face with the girl gifts. And I hate it. (laughs) So then we've just got a bunch of gifts here, like girly clothing, we've got lipstick, there's like a book that says, for girls only, all of the gifts are wrapped in pink, by the way. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. So then the party ends and we've got one of so those good friends coming up to talk about the party and how it went.
0: How are we, sorry? tired. Yeah, I'd be tired too <laughs> if you had to carry me around all day. I'm not carrying you around all day. <laughs> but, um, what's going on you all bummed out for? Oh, I'm fine. I'm just. All that girly shit. What? <laughs> your presence. I liked my presence. <laughs> Zoe, come on. Um, well, here's hoping this one's a little bit more your style, but uh, open it when I'm not around so I'm not into all that emotional stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, thanks for this. i
1: So then the party ends and it's the same night and our good friend Zoe was watching Ash Hardell on YouTube. That's super cool. That's, I've never seen this. This is from like three years ago. I've never seen this, but that is, that's really cool.
0: Transitioning, legally changing my name, altering my body, switching my pronouns. These things all felt off limits for me. I've never called myself trans or owned that identity online. I guess it's an announcement because I've never said it before. So surprise! I'm trans. I like that coming out real low-key. Not a big deal. Lol, I'm trans. I wish that's how every coming out could be. I thought if I tried to make any pub-
1: So Zo just scrolls down and reads the comments and in the beginning they're very positive and then they start to get really bad. They say stuff like, uh, Nothing brave about having a mental illness and refusing any and all psychological help. Hashtag don't normalize crazy. <laughs> One of them is really bad that I'm not going to read. Science versus feelings. You can pretend to be whatever you want, just don't expect everybody to pretend with you. Mental delusion is now called transgenderism. Just duke Earth from orbit and make it stop. Disgusting. And throughout this whole thing, Zoe is crying and reading the comments. And to be honest with you, these are like super accurate comments. I don't know if those were actually real taken from that video, but these are comments that like I'll get on a daily basis too. It's nothing new. People always have the same recycled stuff, but don't worry, we're not gonna be sad. We're gonna be happy. You just wait. And oh yeah, mom comes into Zoe's room after all this while Zoe's was like crying reading the comments, so.
0: Are you up? Yeah.
1: Just wanted to chat.
0: Today at the party, you weren't really happy, were you? I wasn't unhappy. Just Zoe, being young, it's frustrating. You think everyone's against you and everything sucks. I just wanted to let you know that you just need to push through that because it's not the case. It's just teenage nonsense. I don't really... Hormones, angst. I just, I wanted to let you know that these problems that you're having today at this phase of your life, they're not real. I mean, they're not the be all and end all. And tomorrow you'll wake up and they'll be gone. Sleep well and stress less.
1: By the way, I'm pretty sure mom doesn't know that her kid is trans, and like, obviously, she thinks that teenagers are dealing with hormones, going through it, going through all that bad stuff. This is what a lot of parents do say. She doesn't. Have, she has no idea about Zoe being trans or feeling the way that he feels. So then, what ends up happening that same night is I'll give a little trigger warning here if you don't want to hear about anything not good. Just skip ahead 40 seconds. Uh. Zoe so just takes some pills, this is what it shows, and then is at the hospital, is what we can see from in here. And then his friend coming by, who gave the who gave the gift and who was talking to him after the party, like, saying, ah, you didn't like that party, whatever, ends up uh, seeing this happening, so.
0: I'm sorry, Riley, I just think I should see them, like, with this thing today, and I don't know, I just really think she's not in the best place, but, um, I will see you tomorrow, is that cool? Okay, thanks, I'll, I'll... Negative
1: By the way, dad ends up picking mom and Zo up from the hospital after everything that happened and.
0: Your dad's just pulling up around here. I'm just gonna go sit on that bench. Your dad, he's good at a lot of things, but finding a car park is not one of them. Mom? Huh? Just, I'm gonna go sit on that bench. Just spent a week in bed. Surely you can stand here with me for a moment. Sorry, Zoe. My mum wasn't good at this stuff, and turns out neither am I. I thought it was just teenage noise. But it's more than that. I'm sorry I didn't get down on your level and remember how hard it is to be young. How hard it must be now. Mom, it's not that. Mom, I'm- oh, Finally, he's here. Let's get you home.
1: Ah, no. Oh man, I know what that feeling is. Oh, I hate it. The uh the oh, like the lump in your throat when you're first initially going to come out is like the worst thing in the world. It's so it's so scary. And I'm just re-feeling all of that watching this film. This is why I don't watch these short films, because like I relive the experience. And not that it is awful or anything, but just going through it was super scary. So Oh, okay. Let's see. Let's see if Zo eventually gets to come out. They're back home and Zo is in his room and going to finally look at the gift that his friend gave him, uh, aside from all those girly gifts that he was given. So Zo ends up opening the package or the gift and is that Doc's? Doc Martens? They're, They're nice boots. They're big, nice black boots. So then his friend comes over and brings over some clothes. I don't know if this is the friend who has a partner I don't really know. Um, uh,
0: Riley, as much as I love them has terrible fashion sense, but, um, thought you'd be more comfortable in these. See, so you open my present? Talia, I'm... Why are you smiling?
1: Okay, okay, so I put together the puzzle pieces. So, Talia, because we, I just got told that this was Talia, uh, has the partner who is non-binary and the non-binary person is Riley. So, Talia is dating Riley. And then Riley is giving Zoe some clothes that are not so feminine. I'm assuming they're androgynous or just more masculine or something. I see. And Talia is delivering them to Zoe.
0: (laughs) No, (laughs) finish what you were gonna say. You know. I'm like 80% sure, but still pretty high. (laughs) I'm trans. you are were a werewolf <laughs> oh no come here
1: oh man why does it get to me every time this is why i can't do it i can't i can't do it it doesn't the first time you say those words even if it's like even if it's not trans like it's i'm gay or whatever it is um it's so hard to say it it is the weirdest thing. It's so easy to speak. I'm doing it right now. You do it. Or we all do it. But when you like have to say it, even to yourself, it's like it won't come out of your mouth. That's the weirdest thing, dude. I remember I put myself in front of the mirror and said it over and over again. I am transgender or I'm a trans man or something along those lines. And it was so super hard for me. And like you would get upset when you say it or like your eyes would just tear up and it's like, that is i feel like that's a really big part of acceptance so i feel like that's super important to do sometimes i still do it today to show myself you know i i accept myself like i know i am i can say it nonchalantly in a video by the way i'm trans like i I say it when it's appropriate but that's not actually saying it and accepting it and owning it does that even make any sense i feel like it's different when you say it in the mirror to yourself and you're trying to give yourself love that's just what I, I don't know. I think it's good to do, whatever. It might be corny, but it's a fun thing to do. You should try it sometime if you're out with whatever LGBTQ. Whichever one you are, my friend. It's kind of tough, though. <laughs> go go try it later.
0: I rehearsed this, so just hear me out, okay? <coughs> All
1: right.
0: Zoe, I love you like a sister or... Or like a brother, I guess. Um, And I'll always be here. You just need to reach out. But I know that may be hard, and you may struggle for a while. But like, I'll always be here for you. And as far as your gender goes, your mother, your father, or any cousins I don't know about, they won't care because you'll still be you. And if they do care, then who cares about them? Because this is your life and you have to live it. Thank you, Talia. You've known for a while. I knew you were changing and you weren't okay with it.
1: Yeah, 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 that's perfect. We all need Italia Talia in our life. That's a very good way to put it. this That's literally what I say all the time. I wish that everybody would have a friend like this or a f- uh, cousin or Anybody, anybody like this. If you just have one person, it's such a good support system. Even an online friend, it's just, it's, it's really good.
0: (laughs) Okay. Um, I just, I had this idea and, uh, and only if you're okay with it and uh, (laughs) tell me if it's too soon, but um, I was thinking that we could do a makeover. Really? What do you say Zoe? You ready to see the new you? Zack. Huh? I was thinking Zack. <laughs> Zack. <laughs>
1: okay, so they do have a little makeover, <clears throat> and now Zack, our formerly Zoe, walks out into the kitchen to Dad in a whole new masculine outfit. Oh, hey Riley, didn't even realize you were here, mate.
0: Hi, Dad. Oh. some
1: help with these yeah so then the parents see zach and then it just ends there and like i said zach's in the masculine manly clothing it's so weird it's like so similar to what i did it's creepy uh (laughs) actually it's me i made this short film i'm just i'm joking But yeah, that's how it ends. So it's a happy ending, I guess. That's what I've picked up from it. Yeah, so I thoroughly enjoyed that short film. And I do highly suggest you to go watch more on YouTube if you're bored. They can be emotional, but they usually have a happy ending. But it's nothing like... They're important to watch. They're great stories to watch. I watched a handful of them. I really like them, but they make me emotional. So I watch them when you're all alone in your bedroom. (laughs) Then no one can barge in at you like tearing up at this video. So just be careful where you watch them. Don't watch it on the bus, on your way to work or school. Don't watch it on your jog, because then you'll start jogging and crying. It just wouldn't be a good idea. Don't watch it in the gym. People will think that you're lifting way too heavy, man. Just just beware. Okay, so there were some questions I had people ask everywhere on all platforms for Pride Month, just because I figured it's great to give some more advice. I know I did this before, in another podcast. These are some other questions that I, I've answered some of them before. Some of them I don't think I've ever answered, but, uh, you know, people don't watch every second of my content. So it's impossible to find the answers to these questions if you are not watching every second of my content. So I want to start off with, let's see, this one I kind of talked about after we watched the film, but it says how to accept yourself. And basically, I mean, to that it's a lot of for me it was a lot of a denial um and then that denial turned into like internalized transphobia for myself and then eventually i was kind of like okay well i'm transgender so i can just stop pretending that like i'm not <laughs> when i was accepting myself a lot of the times i would think about how i just have this one life and I gotta do this to make myself happy, is what I would always say. I gotta, this might hurt other people for some odd reason, whatever. I mean, I guess it's understandable. And it's hard for family to accept this and get used to a new name and new pronouns and a whole new wardrobe or whatever. I I can see why that is difficult. But that's part of the process when you're uh, transitioning. But accepting yourself can apply to anything, not just being trans. Like I said, I would, I would mainly tell myself, I've got to do this for myself. I've got to come out as trans and I've got to transition to live how I want to live. Same can apply if you are gay and you want to, you know, share your love for women or men or whoever you like and, um, or dress the way that you want or be more masculine or be more feminine. Like you, it's almost like you have to come out. So then you have to accept yourself. If it's going to make you feel better, you gotta tell yourself that, like over and over and over again. Like you love yourself. Everyone should love themselves. Accepting certain parts of you comes with that self-love. You might hate it at first. You might deny it at first. You might push it away to the side at first. I've done it too. That's fine. It was part of my process and actually accepting who I am. But uh, eventually... If, like I said, if you just try to say that in the mirror and you know that, that helped me a lot with my self acceptance too. Maybe go try saying it three times in the mirror and see if Bloody Mary appears. Just kidding. Yeah, I don't know. If you're struggling with acceptance, I think you should just try that. Hope that helped a little bit at least. Have you ever had any issues with religion? Any transphobic religious relatives? This is, it is so, this is like my most asked question or my most submitted stories from all of you. There's a lot of religious talk or a lot of, a lot of religious stories or comments that I get and stuff like that. And I try my best to give my response to these, but when it came to, nobody in my family said anything about religion. Uh, I don't think I come from like a very religious family anyways. Like no one ever said, I don't think anyone ever said like God made you This way, so you can't change it, and you and you're not doing that. It says against in the Bible. Nobody said that. At least I don't think they did. All I said was like, I'm mentally ill, and and I'm tricking girls into thinking I'm a boy, and then just like other rude things that didn't have to do with God. So I never went through that. But what I can say is I have, because I've done videos or even podcast episode on on transphobic something and then they always throw it in like it's against the bible or whatever and then a lot of religious people comment and they say uh yeah that's not true it doesn't say that at all anywhere in my book so i get a lot of comments like that like they're like these people don't even make any sense it doesn't even say that comments i get from religious people is like um god is the only one who can judge or whatever right so i don't understand why like their family members are judging them and disrespecting them when isn't it supposed to be that God is the only one who can judge, right? I don't know a lot about religion, but I'm pretty sure that's how it works. (laughs) From all the comments that i read, from everything that I've seen, from everything I know about religion, that's what a lot of people say. So, it doesn't make any sense that your family members would be spewing all of this hate when you're not supposed to judge someone God does. That's probably what I would repeat to a transphobic religious family member. And... Yeah, no, I I've never had those type of issues. It was just more of like it's morally wrong uh, and against the way that I feel, so I don't accept you. Is more what it was. My partner is non-binary and wanting to present more masculine. They're the sweetest soul ever. How can I help support them? This question is great because it doesn't. It can. It, this is a this is a broad question as well. How can I help support them better uh, when transitioning or just becoming who they are, right? If you've got a partner or a friend or a family member who is just starting this self-discovery and is transitioning or is just wearing more feminine clothing or whatever, I think the best way to support them is to just cheer them on and be there for moral support and be there for the times where, you know, they might get torn down by another friend or some stranger in a store and just listen. Just listen to them, you know. If if they're having a bad day, um, go shopping with them. If it's clothes that they're wanting, if they like the person said, their partner wants to present more masculine, you know, go to the store with them, help them pick out clothes, tell them what looks good, tell them what looks bad, tell them the truth, you know, be honest. I think that's a really great thing to do with supporting. I think compliments are really great if you genuinely mean them. Don't like you don't have to like flood your friend or your partner with comments. Like you, you look good. You look good. Like a thousand times a day, you don't have to say that. But if you if you're thinking it, and you're genuinely like, they look really good right now, or that shirt really makes your body look good. Or just say it. You know, it, I think that will boost them up a lot. That when I first transitioned, um, and I would get positive comments on the way that I looked, or um the shirt that I had on, or whatever. It would just it made me feel like a hundred times better. So. That's just coming from me. But I think that would help a lot of people too, as well. Yeah, so like I said, the main thing here is just cheering them on, you know, going to that store with them or hearing them out or listening to them and reassuring them, all that great stuff. So these two questions go kind of hand in hand. Somebody said, I I think I transitioned way too early and now I regret it. And other people asked advice on people questioning. So this is going to be a full answer. Are you ready? Zoe 101. No pun intended for this episode. This is a very important discussion and I think I'm going to definitely have this on my main channel at one point in to depth about transitioning and people questioning and all of that stuff. So we'll start off with people questioning. If you're questioning, and I'm specifically talking trans here, but it like it always can apply to everybody else in the LGBT community, but I'm just going to speak in trans terms <laughs> about it. If you're questioning, my number one piece of advice is to always take your time. I say it all the time. Please take your time. Please go see the people you need to see, the therapists, the doctors, whatever, whoever. See them for a long amount of time. I saw my therapist. When did I start going to my therapist? I think it was 15 or 16. And I went to her for years and years and I went to her for at least, at least a year before I even started my testosterone or anything like that. Now I'm at least, I even knew at 12 years old that I would love to be on hormones and I would love to have surgeries and all that great stuff. I knew I would love that, but it took me time to accept myself. So like I didn't get to, I obviously didn't get to start doing those things until I got older. So that is what I think is the best is please take your time because then that rolls into our next uh, comment question is, I, I think I transitioned way too early and now I regret it. This is something, this is something I think cannot be avoid, uh, avoided. I don't think because, oh, this is such a long discussion, but when it comes to figuring out who you are, you're not always going to be right a hundred percent of the time. It's just, that's what happens. I feel like it's inevitable to also have someone who would detransition. Um, or feels transition isn't right for them. So the problem is, if you don't take it slow, you can end up realizing that, uh, you know, I transitioned too fast and now I don't feel like this is what I was supposed to do. That's why I really urge people to really, really take their time and really see people. Don't just go to one appointment or two appointments. Go to like, how many how many weeks are in a fucking year? 52? Like fifty. <laughs> That's, that sounds really excessive. But I think I went weekly to therapy. Anyways, uh, I urge everybody to take their time. You don't have to put a label on yourself right away. Even like If you think you're gay, you don't have to put that label on yourself right away. You can take your time with it. You don't have to rush with any of it. That's the joy. You've got plenty of time, my friend, I I think. We've all got plenty of time. So just to give you one perspective of one experience, I started going to therapy at 15... And I was turning 16 and then I cut my hair at 16 in in June. And then a year after that is when I took testosterone. But we were already talking about uh, hormones and stuff like that earlier before, like after a handful of appointments, I probably brought up testosterone and mentioned it. And my therapist was like, um, yeah, so like, let's keep seeing each other and let's talk about testosterone. Let's talk about, uh, you know, what happens when you take testosterone and all that stuff and have me see a doctor, talk to my doctor about it and what I can do and research it and just like a thorough, there was no, uh, yeah. Hi, it's easier to be a boy. So I'm just going to take testosterone. And my therapist is like, that's great. Yeah. I agree with you. It's been one appointment. Here you go. Go get your testosterone. It was not like that at all. Um, and even though i really wanted it in the moment, even though I literally wanted to transition As early as i ever could but i didn't come out so it didn't happen um i've already been waiting for like eight years to be sam but i still took the time to research testosterone to very thoroughly think i'm going to take this hormone this is a hormone that's going to change my body i'm 17 years old i am a teenager um let me sit on this even though i know that i want it I know. I've wanted it for so long. I'm going to sit on this for even longer and think about it, watch videos about it, listen to it, see what it does to my body, see what all this stuff does. Same thing I did with surgery as well. I'm really trying to think of, I think I just wanted to be a, a thousand percent sure, even though I knew I was. I didn't want there to be any shred of doubt or any shred of regret that I could have possibly felt because I know I knew what would happen. Like, I knew testosterone make me sound like this. Now it's not sounding any different. Like unless I go and have surgeries or something, I don't know, maybe it can change a little bit, but I really took the time to like marinate like a piece of steak (laughs) in all of these thoughts. This is why, and I'm going to cover a detransitioning topic on my, uh, channel, I think, I think like I'm 95% sure I will because I feel like it's a very important discussion to have. And I feel like I don't want people to feel the way that you feel. I think I transitioned way too early and now I regret it. Um, it's a very vague statement because I don't know, you know, I don't know what this person's going through or anything, but I think, um, certain stories need to be highlighted. It's an important discussion because I feel like a lot of detransitioners who have the platform to speak and who are being platformed are not The universal experience for a lot of detransitioners because there are so many great uh, detransitioner stories that's not not i don't mean it like that i mean it like who give so much information so much experience for people to understand and learn from and then you'll have detransitioners up there talking about um, basically no trans people exist. Uh, they're trying to do this all to our children and they're trying to trans all of our children. This is the people that they'll put in the spotlight to scare people. And then people who have a genuine detransition story who are trying to share with these people their experience and how they can help stop other people from experience, experiencing this, they get put, pushed down. So I feel like that's a really great conversation to have and I know I kind of went a little bit uh, into it there. But... I just, I just don't want anyone to ever rush themselves or ever feel pressured to do everything so fast. So fast. You've got time friend. That's, that's what I've, that's what I, that's all I can say. Um, there's only so much I can say to help anybody out who's feeling away. And it's, it's scary because you can, you have a big audience, you've got a big platform what i can say people will take what i say people will listen to what i say so i try to keep it so i try to keep it real with you like as if we're we're friends and we're talking this is what i would literally say to a friend so if yeah if you've just started transitioning uh or you're questioning um or you're regretting the way that you know you've come out and everyone knows and now now you're like uh i kind of retract that statement yeah so if you're feeling this way i think i would give you the same advice to kind of just sit on it right now you know if you have begun transitioning and you don't think this is for you like take your time and think about it of course you can always you don't have to if you started transitioning and you're like yeah this is just not for me you can say that it's it that's going to be hard to say too just like coming out was hard to do too you don't have to be ashamed that you know cutting your hair and feeling how it was to be the new you who you thought you were and going back it's not an awful thing you were on the road to self-discovery and you thought this was the right path to go on and that's why I think the whole discussion is important with uh, transitioning and taking your time and that's why I always emphasize it because you don't want to do that you know it kind of sucks to come back and be like yeah actually I was wrong but again like I said I think it's inevitable because no one is always 100% aware of who they are at all times i don't like even right now i don't know who i am 100 percent. so yeah like i said take your time think all this stuff out let it sit for a while and once you come to that conclusion you know you can tell people don't rush that label on yourself you don't even you don't have to label yourself you can just be sam you just be tim you can just be bob and bob likes what bob likes okay and bob dresses how bob wants to dress bob doesn't need a label Okay. Cool. All right. So those are all the questions that I have answered. If you do want another Q&A style podcast, I will, I can do one in a, in a little while. Like if you have questions or anything like that, let me know in the comments, if you'd like me to cover more, because I know that wasn't a giant amount of questions, but I hope my answers to those questions have helped some of you in some way, even in the slightest bit. So yeah, let's take a look at these LGBT stories. So one of these was actually just a comment on my channel that I wanted to read and then we've got two LGBT stories. I'm pretty sure all of these are wholesome stories. So let's start with this one, okay? This says right here, I'm a trans man and have recently started testosterone. My whole family is super supportive and for my last shot, I let my mom give me the testosterone shot. It was an emotional thing because it was her womb that made this current body and we were able to let her make my new body. I love that sentence, it's, it's like, it's like, it's such a powerful sentence. Anyways, we cried happy tears after and it was just a really nice moment to share. The doctors always pick up on how close we are and commented about not seeing our kind of relationship very often. I hope by sharing this I can inspire other moms and HRT takers to be involved like this too. Yeah, that was just a really sweet, awesome comment that I love to share with you. That's really great that you've got a supportive mom like that. Everybody deserves to have a supportive mom or a supportive friend, or dad, or whoever, as long as you got that support. This next story says, here we go, and this is what I mean when I get a lot of religious submissions. I get a lot of them. So I'm a part of a very religious family, and so finding out I'm gay in middle school was a big struggle for me. And when my mom found out, it was literal hell that I went through, but she never told my dad that I was gay. One night in freshman year, my dad went through my phone when I left it in the living room, and saw texts with my girlfriend at the time. He got super pissed and almost looked like he was going to break my phone. I went to my room and we had a conversation about everything. I basically had to explain myself to my dad and what I felt and how I still love God and Jesus, but he was having a hard time understanding. Then he came and sat down on my bed next to me and hugged me. I started crying because when I came out to my mom, we were in the same place and she told me if I continued this path of choosing to be gay, that she couldn't do it with me. But my dad cried with me and told me he loved me no matter what and he may not understand but he loves me and will always be there for me ever since then we've been like best friends and he's just the best so this reminds me of like the stories that like the short films that i've seen on youtube and stuff you know when you come out and it goes bad and then eventually the parent is totally cool with it and accepts you and everything like that see it's great when somebody when you at least have somebody who supports you And even if they don't understand, even if it's hard for them to understand, then they start that little, like, I don't know how to explain it, like that little bit. If they're like, I don't understand, but I still love you. That's like a little start. And it's a little start. It's like you will start to understand too over time. You know, as I grow up and as you grow up, the understanding is going to get easier and easier. All right. So for this last story, someone submitted it. I don't know where they found it. I'm thinking maybe it's a friend or just it was posted on Twitter or anywhere. So it says, Since I work in a middle school, that included my students. The morning of my announcement, my hands were shaking when I walked into the classroom. I took a deep breath and explained to a room of 5th, 6th, and 7th graders how I had been born Bob, but I would now be Susan. Side note, I replaced the names, so no one's name. It's all anonymous, don't worry. Bob and Susan were my my go-tos, okay? After my talk, the kids were given the opportunity to write down any question or comments for me. By the end of the day, I had a stack of excellent questions, and some were the sweetest comments ever. One student even told me we were BFFs. From that day until the end of the year, the kids were amazing about my transition. They put a concerted effort to get my pronouns right and to say Mrs. instead of Mr. It was the start of my social transition, and I'll never forget how helpful they were. That is the best story ever in my life, ever. (laughs) That is like... Oh, dude, if this happened in my middle school... Honestly, I have no faith in those kids. They were trash. All of you suck. Uh, they all suck. <laughs> um, those kids were the worst. That is an awesome middle school. Uh, maybe I'm being maybe I'm being a little harsh there, but um, maybe they would have accepted a trans teacher. I don't know. Who knows? But maybe it's like because like the newer generation is learning about it more than my generation did, so that could be a possibility. Yeah, that was awesome because it could be a literal nightmare coming out as a, oh man, coming out in the workplace or like as a teacher, that's scary because you've got so many students and there's so many other people in the school. It's like you're reliving. It's like you're at school again, right? But now you have to come out, but you're a teacher, but now you have to come out to the whole school, which is like probably over a hundred students at least. So that's not easy to do at all yeah so that is all i have for today and for pride and hopefully even though it can get a little emotional hopefully i spread some positivity um and help some people out who needed it and uh for you know for my final thoughts just thinking about everything that we discussed it's um be proud of who you are at the end of the day whatever other people say i know it's so cheesy but what other, what other people say doesn't matter. Yes, it, it it can hurt your feelings. It can bother you. Um, but especially when it comes to your sexuality or your gender or the way you present, if someone has to insult that, it says a lot more about them than it does about you. Like they care so much to go out of their way. This is why I do the content that I do because I just want everyone to like realize that you got to take these people with a grain of salt unless they're actually taking away your rights which some of them do but you got to take these comments with a grain of salt and you're going to be like haha you're just an idiot like you sound you sound so you sound so ridiculous this is like i don't i couldn't i can't even believe this is coming out of someone's mouth right now you know you got to take it with a grain of salt because uh, at the end of the day you got one life you got to live it you got to be proud of who you are you got to love who you are accept yourself. You're not weird for being gay or trans or anything. The only people who are weird are the people... <laughs> are the <laughs> okay, I make too many jokes about the same people, so I just, I won't. <laughs> the only people who are weird are the people who listen to the guy who sounds hypothetically like this. Those are the weird people. Um, so yeah, uh, by the way, if you want to send me any stories... You can send them to outspokensam at gmail.com. I forgot to say it earlier. But if you have any submission stories you'd like to send in, go ahead. They can be happy, sad, angry, horrifying, whatever you want it to be. Embarrassing, anything. Think of something. But yeah, with all that said, hey, thanks for listening. And I hope you have a great Pride Month. I appreciate you all so much. Thank you for listening. And I'll see you next week with a new episode. Bye, everyone.